Something was different about that, but what was different was not the fact that uh, it was still not me. So uh, I might have said that wrong. Welcome back to Perfect Dozen Trivia. We are back in the studio, a new studio, which is exciting. It is. It yeah. is. It is exciting. It's yeah. what. What? What should we call this? We should call this the uh, the the Whale Pods Studio. <laughs> Mm. Not quite. Not no, quite. No. We have not. We have not inked that contract yet. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's uh, more of a. It's a granny studio. Mm. <laughs> the grandmama studio. Grandmama studio. That sounds good. So we had uh, taken a break from recording for. Uh, well, Obvious we could reasons. say we could say <laughs> that it was COVID nineteen related, but really it was because if you all remember, our listeners remember. Last time we did a recording, Tara laid a humongous goose egg, and it's been really hard to get her back in the studio. <laughs> oh, that is such That's a lie. That is true. a lie. Yeah. She's been itching to get back. Well, in. It's, it's, it's not a lie that you laid a goose egg, right. but it is a lie that you weren't ready to go. I think she's she's what one of those do you competitors. Mean? I'm always always ready to go. Yeah, like, I know, that's I'll, what I'm saying. I'll drink beer, especially like a speaking of beer, a speaking of beer. <laughs> speaking of beer. <laughs> what are we drinking right now? The oh. Goose Island, three one two, but the lemony one. Yeah, it's nice, right? It's 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 uh it's a little muggy out right now, so this is a perfect kind of like beginning of summer beer. Yes, the new Goose season, Island. summertime. Yeah, summer. Yeah. Goose Island, three one two. It's a nice little like like wheat ale with a little bit of nice little like lemon finish to it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't yeah. know. I still prefer my IPAs. Yeah, well, this is refreshing though. It's not not quite classified as a shandy. Luke tells me, but uh, yeah, so it's good. Yeah, yeah. very I like refreshing. It. All right, can we uh, start? We can get started. Round so, one. Like uh, I was joking I'm about. I'm sure all of our fans are just like waiting to hear oh, another episode. Fan? All seventeen of you. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> for, I'm I'm gonna warn you guys right now. You know, being locked up and having too much time to think about these questions. Oh God! Did you like? It, it might it might get a little crazy, so I apologize. Win or lose, I just like to play the game, eh? Oh, uh, new recording studio, new attitude. Let's go. That's right. I like. It. Okay, <laughs> round one, episode nine. your categories art and design big business food 1980s the written word and movies okay all right here we go question one these dry art materials not only define the tools used to create underdrawing for paintings but also as their own artistic genre that focus on highlights shadows and other shading techniques dry art materials Underdrawing. Do you know what that is, Josh? Yes. What's underdrawing? 
you should know this. You are an art major. Yeah, it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's if somebody's gonna do a painting, they do a drawing something underneath first. it. Yeah, and then they paint. Oh, it. oh, I gotcha. These dry art materials. What about like uh, charcoal or um, pastel? Like the no, you wouldn't want to put like a pastel on oil. What are those called? Oh, yeah. yeah, you're on the right track with charcoal. So go down this list. Charcoal is a dry art material that is used what about absolutely just a pencil? for underdrying. soft, you know, you use like, um, you know, when we were in technology class in the olden days and you had to use a real hard pencil, like a number whatever is four harder than a number two. Right. What what's hanging you? Uh, what should be hanging you up here is it's also the name of an artistic genre that focuses oh, on highlights, yeah. shadows, and other shading techniques. So I would not classify. I feel like there's something else there that I'm missing. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, Josh. I mean, the, help clo- me out. the closest thing I would say. I mean, charcoal. Dra- you could say charcoal drawings or pencil drawings are a genre. Shading. You can do shading with pencils. Pencil, graphite, is would, would I, either one of those work? I think there's about three or four valid answers to this question, which is what's really throwing me well, off. Well, what are your three or four? Give me A, B, C, or D, and I'll I'd, choose. I'd say charcoal or, or pencil drawings are number one or two, but that seems so basic, and it can't be what he's going for. But that, by definition, would fit exactly what this question says. <sighs> Charcoal drawings could be considered a subgenre of art, and they're absolutely used for underdrawing for paintings, and they're dry. So I don't know. Charcoal? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll go with. Uh, I don't like the look on your face, Luke. I, <laughs> I'm, I know I'm you look very like like okay, whatever, yeah. and I don't like that. Hey, that's I don't good know. job. All right. Okay, charcoal. That's what you're going with. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> Josh, mark it down. On charcoal. to question number two. Big business. According to CandyIndustry.com, yes, that's a real website, CandyIndustry.com, the top five candy companies in the world by net sales included three based in the U.S., one in Europe, and one in Japan. Name one of the U.S. and name one of the non-U.S. Okay, so, wait, okay, so we got to name one in Europe... Name one of the other non-U.S. Oh. So you name one. Wait, what is it? Read it again, please. The okay. top five candy companies in the world by net sales. Three are in the U.S., one's in Europe, and one's in Japan. Name one of the U.S. ones and name one of the oh. non-U.S. ones. Okay, so one of, I know Cadbury. Okay. And that's like one of my favorites. I love Cadbury that's, that's chocolate. English, right? Yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. Or, I mean, you know, the German chocolate or Swiss chocolates are good. Like Godiva or Ghirardelli. The U.S. one, yeah, Hers- the, Hershey, Hershey or Mars. Yeah, Hershey has got to be Ma- the be U.S. Mars. one. Hershey. I, they're probably both in the top three. Yeah, Have Hershey's you- got to be one or Mars. Who makes M&M's? Mars. Mars. <laughs> M&M's are super popular. But so is all the Hershey stuff. Yeah. So I, I'd i say Hershey for the U.S. one and the non-U.S. Uh, Cadbury. I know Cadbury. 
So what are we going with final? Hershey, Hershey and, and Cadbury. It's probably Hershey and Ghirardelli or Godiva chocolate or um, Chaucer. Oh, Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> no, I'm just going to go with those two because okay. I'm just, I'm going to go with those two. Okay. Yep. Mm. That's it. All right. Let's go. All right. Question three. Food. This cooking method is defined as to cook by simmering in a small amount of liquid, usually for delicate foods such as eggs, fish, or fruit. I know what this is, I think. Poached, right? You poach an egg, you poach fish, you can poach a peach. Poach, poach a, peach. a peach. Poach a peach. Don't you think poaching? Small amount of liquid, though. Yeah, I thought poached, you'd fill a Yeah. I think it's poaching because you can poach eggs and poach fish. I'm not a big chef. It's not saute. What, what, you don't what really would the saute eggs? You That's fry true. them. You definitely would you saute boil... fruit or fish, though. Do you boil fish and boil fruit? That's lots of water, though. No, I'm just gonna say poach, poached. That's what you. All want. those stone fruit. Stone fruits. Oh, poached stone fruit. Delicious. Yeah, poach. All right. Question number four. The 1980s. In 1978, the Mead Corporation launched this product that would become the classroom status symbol for the 80s, featuring a Velcro flap and unending photos of kittens, Ferraris, and other rad 80s imagery. Uh, this is easy. Super easy. Yeah, we finally have one that uh, I'm confident we this know. This is a gimme. <laughs> yeah. It's a Trapper Keeper. Yeah, it's a Trapper Keeper. Is that what you're going with? Well, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That product. Okay. It's got to be. Um, I remember mine had uh, like a butterfly on it, like floating over water. Uh, lots of purple and greens and hot pink. Ooh. I wish I still had that, actually. Question number five. The written word. Victoria Lucas is the pseudonym used by this author and poet for her only published novel in 1967. Oops, oh, sorry. For only published novel. In 1967, it was finally published under the author's real name. What is mm. it? Well, it's a woman. And it's a poet who only wrote <laughs> one novel. Poet who wrote one novel. Who is a poet? A female poet. Can you name one? Maya Angelou. Angelou? <laughs> hey, I, I can name one, baby. I know. Well, that's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, Ooh. Do we go with the only female poet we know? Probably. <laughs> I mean, <Probably>. that's... <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> like, why wouldn't we? Uh, yeah, we'll say Maya Angelou. All right, that's what you're going with. Yep, and All I'm right. getting a new beer. That's it. Last question, round one. Movies, Super Troopers, Club Dread, Beer Fest, and The Slammin' Salmon are all movies by and featuring this comedy troupe. What is it, Josh? You don't know it. Yeah, it's uh, no, Broken I've... Lizard. Broken Lizard. Mm -hmm. Oh, that does sound right yeah. when I think about it. Okay, yeah, uh, Broken Lizard. And listen to the opening of this. Speaking of Beer Fest... Speaking of beer fest, what, what did you open? 
Uh, it's from Transient Ales. It's got the best name. It's called, well, first of all, it's a IPA, 7.3% Government Mandated Loneliness. Oh, <laughs> such a perfect name. Wow. Good, good going, whoever names wow. that beer. Yeah, that I, I'm actually a Mug Club member. It's my only Mug Club membership at a brewery, hmm. Transient Ales. Where's Transient Ales out of? Uh, they hail from Bridgman, Michigan. All right, all right. Terry, you want to know how, how you did? <sighs> I, no, no, I don't want to know how I did. Stick L- give me a I feel break. really good about two of those. Can, can we take a break? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> okay, art, question one, art design. Dry art materials that create underdrawings for paintings. They also have their own artistic shub, sub genre. Mm. Uh, I was looking for chalk and charcoal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You said charcoal. So you're okay. That's fine. Chalk. He's giving it to us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yay! Bring. Just so you know, though, but like a, a, Tara's right. Like a typical pencil drawing totally fits that bill too. <laughs> it's dry art material used for underdrawing of paintings. That is its own subgenre. Pencil but okay. drawings. Yeah, just like a graphite. She's right, like graphite pencils. Yeah. And they come in different softnesses, so you can, you know, shade them. Okay. All right. They do. But charcoal is more more typically used for underdrawing for painting, which is which is why we went with that. So. Oh yeah. Well, at least we got it right. Yay! <laughs> okay, this one is a little. You can. I'm you can sure take, we you got... can take issue with 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 the question. We can we can litigate that later. I don't have well, to. Well, I feel like oh. I'm going to take issue with any art stuff that Josh gets wrong because okay. uh, well, that's what he majored you, in. He he helped you out there. I no, know. no, she said charcoal. I oh, just agreed okay. with her. I was just really yeah. Never mind. All right, question two. We do not need to belabor the answer or the question any longer. Well, because <laughs> you just you just are trying to save face that you you know you got that art degree and you don't you can't even answer one stupid question. <laughs> I'll give you one thing. It was a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question two. According to the CandyIndustry.com, top five candy companies in the world by net sales. Three are in the U.S., one's in Europe, and one's in Japan. Name one of the U.S. and one of the non-U.S. Okay. You said Hershey, Hershey and Cadbury. Cadbury. Mm-hmm. You got Hershey. Oh, okay. no. Uh, you didn't. Cadbury is not one of them. Mm. That is. Um, you could have said the Ferrero Group. Oh, the Rocher. Yeah. Or See? you could have said, you were thinking the right Ghirardelli. No, Japan. Huh? Maiji. They are the they, they are the Why makers she... of Pocky and oh. Hello Panda. Yeah, the Pocky sticks. Yes. Um, the top the, t- the top five is Mars Wrigley is number one. That's what I thought. Uh, number two is the Ferrero Group. Number three is Mandela's. Number four is Maiji, and number five is Hershey. Is it no. Maiji or Meji? It might be Meji. Meji. Now, do we know, does the Ferrero Group own Cadbury? I believe they do. Okay, that would I do it then. Yeah, that would make sense. Because especially when you threw the word group in there, I was like, okay, that sounds like a parent company. Yeah. <laughs> they well. probably own Cadbury, which would then make tons of sense. Okay, question number three. Food. This cooking method is defined as the as to cook by simmering in a small amount of liquid. Tara, you said poach? Poach. Poach, poach is the correct answer. Ah. Hey, hey. All right. Question number four. 
1978, the Meat Corporation launched the greatest classroom product ever. You said Trapper Keeper. It yes. is Trapper Keeper. Ah, who didn't have one when they were little? Number even five. I, even I had one. Victoria. Hold on Lucas. a second. Yes. Hold on a second. You didn't have batteries, but you did have a Trapper Keeper. That's true. Okay. All right. That's that's how damn important having a trapper keeper that, that's was how important for a child of the eighties. Hey, hey, even I, I think even even in the eighties, batteries were expensive. Yeah. Well, true. yeah, they were probably twice the price. <laughs> okay. Thankfully, trapper keepers didn't take batteries. Well, you know, I probably it was probably a gift from my grandma. <laughs> you know, I think there were some fancy trapper keepers that that were battery operated, had like lights or something. I don't know. All right. Question number five. Victoria Lucas is the pseudonym for what author and poet who only published one novel? Um, the novel was finally published in, under her name in 1967. You said Maya Angelou. Is it? Yes, no. Uh, <laughs> it is no. <laughs> it is no. It is no. Uh, that would be Sylvia Plath. Uh, oh my gosh, the other, the bell jar. The bell That's jar. the other one that I that, read. Yep, yep. <laughs> Aww. That sucks, because I actually, that was the last book that I read, actually, was The Bell Jar. Um, I didn't know she was a poet. I should have uh, read the, you know, the... The back flap? Yes, I should have. All right, last question. Super Troopers, Club Dread, Beer Fest, and The Slam and Salmon are all made by what comedy troupe? It is Broken, Broken Lizard. Lizard. Broken Yay! Lizard. Okay. Well, I mean, don't forget Super Troopers 2, which was not quite as good as the original, but very funny. Yeah, it was very funny. All right. Never saw it. So what's the final tally on that, Josh? It yeah. looks like four? Four out of six. The chocolate, the candy one, and the Sylvia Plath one. Yeah, four out of six. Yay. Yep. I should have gotten the Sylvia Plath Four and one. a half out of six, yeah. if we're counting half Kind points. of. We're not really, but. I'll tell you what. What? First time back, it's not bad. It's not bad. Well, it's not great either. I mean, how'd you? Well, how'd you? How'd you feel about those questions? How do I feel? <laughs> they were good. A lot, they were right. They were. They were all right. Yeah, it'd be a right. lot better if, like, um, I thought a little bit more about them. And well, yeah. no, like they. I'd like it if I got all six right at some freaking point uh, in my life. I th- I feel like I saw some you know knocking off the dust there. I think I think ne- round two. I think yeah. you might knocking round off two. the dust. Yeah, the rust, baby. You're knocking off the rust. Oh, well, for you, you're knocking off the dust. You've been sitting in a corner. Wiping the wiping the dust away with a with a IPA soaked rag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with an IPA government mandated rag. loneliness. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get myself a a short pour of that, and we'll get ready for round two. Yeah, and let's take a break, eh? Right, guys we're back for the round two and josh is going to be asking the questions luke's going to be helping me out oh and of course if i can well i hope so <laughs> like be a lot cooler if you did <laughs> so uh let's uh do the 
do the oh, thing. Oh, the categories. That's yes, what it's called. The, the categories. Hey, new beer? Oh, new yes. Beer? New beer from one of my more favorite uh, breweries, Ellison Brewing Company. Hails out of East Lansing, Michigan. And this is actually my favorite beer from there, the Don Street Hazy Pale Ale. Love it. It's good times. I like it. Allison, a very, very super, super local for us and yes. uh, much enjoyed. Yep. I like it a lot. All right. So we talked about round two. The categories for round two in episode, this particular episode, are young people music, drinks, the 1990s, Woo! TV, <laughs> American sports, and cartoons. All right. Those all sound pretty good. Yeah. Bring it up. Feeling hey, confident. All right. They're feeling confident. Yeah. Yes. yeah I like Ooh. you. I know almost all of these. I bet. <laughs> Let's check. Starting with this one. <laughs> Question seven, which is uh, young people music. The 2019 song, Take What You Want, is a crossover track featuring Post Malone, Travis Scott, and what old school heavy metal vocalist? Uh, I'm out. Oh, <laughs> you don't know this? I, d- I don't. Oh, Good. crap. I don't either. Um, it's going to have to be a guess. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne. That could be one. Oh, my God. Could right? it be him? Um, who else could it be? It could be what, James, James Hetfield. James Hetfield. Um, what about... Um, uh, old school, old school metal. Yeah, would vocalist. you just dis- did you would you describe James Hetfield as old school metal? Yes. Okay. How about um, how about someone like Dave Mustaine? Is that is that someone who who Post Malone and Travis Scott are saying, hey, you know what? What's I feel da- what's Dave Mustaine doing right now? I feel like it's Ozzy for some reason because he just came out with like a newer album, right? Mm, yeah. And he is he's. He's still out there, man. I, I feel like I feel like if 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 anybody right now were saying, you know what, we need to get a heavy metal vocalist on this track, they're probably gonna hit up Ozzy. They might all be neighbors. Post Malone, Travis Scott, and Ozzy, they could be neighbors. All right. Who knows? So, Maybe it's like a you know neighborhood collab. I oh, thought you were gonna like say it. a commune. <laughs> <laughs> they all live in a commune together. What if they did live in a commune together? I wouldn't mind living in a commune with Ozzy. That would be a crazy commune. I don't know about the other two. It's like if I could have like Ozzy and, you know, like freaking Stevie Nicks, mm-hmm. i totally live in that commune. I don't care what I would love to live in uh, Elysium from David Wayne's Wanderlust. <laughs> <laughs> I'd live there. I, uh, Elysium would definitely have Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks would live <laughs> in Elysium. <laughs> At least special guests, sure. All yeah. right. I think I think I uh, Luke has a final answer for you. They're written down. Thanks for writing those down for us, Luke. It just seems like it. weird enough to work. Yeah, I think so. All right. That takes us to question number eight. Drinks uh, the botanist. That's a top shelf spirit crafted from twenty two hand foraged ingredients including berries, bark, flowers, and leaves. And what I want to know is what type of liquor is the botanist? Okay. Berries, bark, flowers, and leaves. The botanist. It's got to be like a gin. Yeah. Don't you think like juniper? It's it's definitely like a gin or a vodka. Yeah, I'll say the botanist is a gin. 
by the way, if I'm a bartender and someone comes up and orders a botanist, 22 hand pours and grease, I'm going to like, I'm going to ask them for, to order another drink or maybe punch them. No. I don't just think you him. have to forage it in order to pour the drink, yeah. Luke. No. You have to go <laughs> in the not, back. I, no, I'm not saying that you have to like, go out and forage. I'm, find saying, them. I'm saying like, okay, yeah, I'm sorry, dude. We don't have the juniper berries today. Okay. <laughs> All right. Question number nine is about the 1990s. Uh, there's kind of a hint in the category. But in what year did the Gulf War end? Oh, okay. Well, so are we talking about? I know it was still like happening what year did the Gulf War end? Okay, so here's here so here's here's a good way to uh, to frame it. Um, this is a uh, HW war. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that means that it is um one one was Clinton elected. Ninety six. What are the voting years? I think, I think Go back four years from think, now every time because it's a leap year. Uh, how about 96? 1993 to 96. Let's say, um, let's say 90, 90s. Yeah. Let's say 96. Okay. Cause I was, uh, I was thinking 97, but let's go 96. You were thinking 97? Yeah. Really? Let's go. Well, no, you're a little you're, bit you're older here. than me. But no, but. Like 1996, I'll say it ended. Because there was another round, right? Eh? Right. The first Gulf War. That's what you're Not going the second. with. All right. Because there were two, eh? Yep, right. Yes. That'll take us to question number 10. TV. <sighs> FBI agent Bert Macklin was the fantastical alter ego of one of the main characters in what NBC comedy, which aired its final episode in 2015? Oh, please, Luke. I hope you know I, this. I do know this. You one. do that? Okay. You, you, don't know? you do know I, this? I do. Okay, good. I do. Because I don't. Okay. It's it's Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. It's Parks and Recreation. And it, it would be, it's Andy Dwyer played by, you know. Oh, yeah. What's his face? Star-Lord, eh? That's right. Yeah, the Star-Lord. So we're yeah. going, we're go, you, you. Yes, we're going with Parks and Rec. Thanks, Luke. That'll take us to question 11, American sports. Wilt Chamberlain famously scored 100 points in a 1962 basketball game. That's uh, Josh, I, I'm going to stop here. I, I believe it's 1,000 women, he said. Oh, no, no. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I know. Please, can, points, please. please. Basketball gross. points. Ball and hoop. A record that still stands to this day. Uh, Wilt, Wilt's record. He has multiple records standing to this day. But... Um, as far as basketball points go, which which player currently holds uh, the record for second most points in an NBA game? Oh, wow. Okay, it could be is it like like old-timey or new-timey? I think it's going to be fairly recent. I mean, Kobe's last game, he's, I know, he scored I know, like, or like it could 80 be Kobe. He scored like 80 some points in that last game, didn't he? Should we say Kobe? Well, I don't think I don't remember. Or is it like Steph Curry or, um, you know, LeBron? You know what? I think, I think that we should go safe, and we'll go. And I think that maybe we should go Steph Curry. You think that's a safe one? I think so. I think Steph Curry is a safe one. I don't like this question, Josh. I don't like it. All right, Tara. Who do you feel best about? I think I think it's LeBron think, James. Okay. 
I feel the best with the king. All right. King James. She's going with the king. Okay. And then the final question of this round is about cartoons. Which animated Disney series took place in the fictional harbor town of Cape Suzette, home to locations such as the Spruce Moose and Khan Industries? Get out of here. You you know this one? Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Disney series. Oh, Tailspin. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, Yeah, it's got to be Tailspin. Yep. Don't you think? Yes, I 100%. Because that's with Baloo I, I, I and the tiger, Shere yep. Khan. Because yep. he's the bad agree. guy. That's correct. It's got to be Tailspin. Should I... What, what was the... How the uh, freaking song uh, it, for it, that? It didn't have a... It, I don't think it had oh, a... Oh, it was du- just like bongos. Well, it didn't have stuff. a DuckTales catchy Yeah, no, it didn't. But I feel like I it's, it's got to be... Tailspin. Going yeah. with Tailspin? Yeah. We're going with Tailspin. All right. Let's rewind and see how you did. Hope I did good. I hope so too. <laughs> Young People Music, Take What You Want, was a uh, 2019 crossover song featuring Post Malone, Travis Scott, and Sir Ozzy Osbourne. <gasps> yes! yes. Awesome. Awesome. I know. It's like, it's weird enough to work. <laughs> I've actually never heard that song in my I, life, I, I, but yeah. I looked up some recent music for this category. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you. Uh, the Botanist featuring berries, bark, flowers, leaves, and dripping with a sense of superiority that Luke does not appreciate <laughs> is in fact a gin. Yes! Uh, nice job. Nice job. I, know. I thought I thought maybe about not including berries. I thought that maybe it was like a little bit too much of a Juniper giveaway. Berries. Yeah, but... But good, you you did exactly what you should have done, which is deduct that hey, gin is made from berries. So, who the f- wants to drink something that was made from bark though, like actual <laughs> bark? Don't you you just make canoes out of them? It's just yeah. they just put it in birch the distillery. Bark. Is it birch bark? <clears throat> yeah. The 1990s. In what year did the Gulf War end? You can, this was kind of funny to listen to you guys go back and forth about this. Uh, Bill Clinton was elected in 1992. And then again yeah. in 1996. The Gulf, oh. the first Gulf War ended in 1991. Ah, uh, we're idiots. Yes, yeah, yeah. You were, you were like we're you have, you're on the right idiots. track. You just forgot well, okay, that Clinton so, was elected in '92. Well, okay. So think <laughs> about this. So Luke, you're a little, you're older than I am. So in what, what we, blah, blah, it ended in '91. Right. I was 11. Mm-hmm. So. Why would an 11-year-old pay attention to anything? Because Norman Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf was like an American hero, and you just looked up to him, and you wanted to be him. That's why. That would be a good reason. Well, <laughs> I had way of, like so many other people to look up That's to. That's true. There were, there were other people. All right, going to question 10, which is about TV. FBI agent Burt Macklin was the alter ego of one Andy Dwyer on Mm -hmm. NBC's Parks and Recreation. Good job, Luke. Last one you saw. See, you totally redeemed yourself. I totally, I crapped the bed on the earlier question. Yeah. I'm I'm here for you on the the Parks and Recs. Yeah, awesome. Question 11 was about American sports. You had several options. You were waiting for this one. Uh, which player currently holds the record for second most points in an NBA game? That is actually Kobe Bryant. Ah. Uh, 
Real quick, I was just going to check. It was 81 points in a... I should have known. Not one, not one of his last games. It was actually a 2006 game. Oh, I should have known it was Kobe. Rest in peace, though. Yeah. And lastly, cartoons. The Disney series that took place in Cape Suzette, which is a hilarious pun on Crepe Suzette, uh, was indeed Tailspin. Yay! I, 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 I do. I, I do enjoy uh, a good... Crepe based comedy. A good crepe based pun. Yes, they're fantastic. And Tailspin did have a song. I don't remember the words, but it was no, like. No, it was just like. All the trouble we get in with another yeah, tailspin. Yeah, it was like very. Yeah, and it's like bongos and. Yeah, bongos. Tailspin. Slightly problematic. Yeah, I was a little nervous about singing that. I genuinely enjoyed the song and the show. Oh, hell yeah. Who didn't love that show? Oh my God, it was the freaking best so well, that wraps up round two um what would that it felt like was that a four out of six it Is was a four out of six okay. it should have been a six out of six if we had like used our noggins it's amazing hey i feel i feel good being back I feel, this is fun. oh i know oh, it's fun i, I forgot know. how fun so this is yeah well if you had fun make sure that you listen every time we put out a new episode every single damn every time. single time and if you don't we're going to find you. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, if we found you, you'd have to like uh, order food and get some beer <laughs> and sure like, like make a podcast. fire outside because sure, we're hanging out. <laughs> make, sure, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share. share. Tell your Definitely friends. Share. Definitely sh- share. Tell your friends about the podcast. Buh, buh, buh. Hit the bell button. Yeah, Just try no. to find it wherever it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's somewhere. Hit the bell button. It's annoying. I guarantee there's a bell button on the internet somewhere. Just find it. Click it. That's fine. Well, all bell. I have to say is if you like our podcast and you're sitting around a fire with your friends, play it. It's like you have yeah. three more friends with you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I even listen to a the podcast when I'm by myself because then it feels like I'm drinking with my friends. Yeah. Your state may not have its bars and restaurants open at this current moment. No, I so. seriously do. I'm us? like, I'll play our podcast because then it feels like I'm hanging out with Josh and Luke and it makes, you know, the beer go down that much easier. Can, can they listen to it if there's not a fire present? Yeah, yeah, you can, but it's nicer if there is, you know. 